With the recent Women's Cricket World Cup exciting the nation and leading to a brilliant runners-up finish for England, I spoke with Jess Ward, who is the Cricket Participation Officer at the Surrey Cricket Foundation, to find out a little bit more about how the women's and girls' side of the game are being promoted here in Surrey. Jess, thanks for speaking to us today. First of all, following the success, obviously, of the England's women team in the uh, Cricket World Cup, which was brilliant to watch and we all really got behind. Um, how does it feel for you to see the country becoming a lot more excited about women's and girls cricket? It's it's a fantastic. You know, part of our job is about inspiring people, not just women and girls, but inspiring the nation to really get behind women and girls cricket in particular. Um we're getting there you know as a a country and a county in Surrey opinions are changing and having things like that you know televised and everyone getting behind it shows how much that it's changed over the last few years Mm. um and you know it's really inspiring to have those role models out there for girls in particular and then having their families be able to support them to do that by what we offer is is really really good to see um, it makes our job a lot easier having yeah. all of that kind of, you know, behind it. Um, and I mean, the, the tournament itself was fantastic. It was really great mm-hmm. to watch. Um, obviously didn't end how we all would have liked to, <laughs> but, um, but these things happen, you know, and I think that's still an important message to send out to girls and stuff and how they deal with that and how they did deal with it was fantastic. Um, you know, we've got the Commonwealth coming up as well. So this this summer in particular, we've got a real flow of cricket all the way through that can just continue to inspire and and build those role models up um with the you know like say the commonwealth we've got the hundred we've got so much going on on that elite level that can just work all the way down to the grassroots um so yeah it's so many people getting behind it especially girls that then kind of take up cricket themselves because they they find a love of the game and they they can relate to somebody that they've seen on the telly or or mm. heard about on the radio and things like that it's really really fantastic to see and you're talking about that journey, you know, thinking about the last few years, how has women's and girls cricket in particular developed? You're talking about the 100, obviously, which was new uh, a little while ago. So, you know, how, how is it developing over time? Uh, it's the growth we've seen is exponential. It's Amazing. Especially so from our perspective at a grassroots level, um, for example, our women's leagues have doubled. We've got more and more people signing up for both softball and hardball leagues. We offer both so that everybody can get involved no matter what you know ability everybody's at. The girls, we've introduced a number of new leagues at different age groups because there's just a more and more demand for it. Um, and we've seen an increase of entries in every single league we offer. Um, so, you know, our team has even gone from one to two people because it's so big now for one person to manage. Um <laughs> So, you know, we, we're continually growing to make sure we're meeting the demand that the, the county give us. And mm. we're making sure that there's an offer out there for everybody of any ability, any background to get involved with. Um, you know, we as well as running all of these leagues, we run festivals to be able to cater for those clubs that either have so many girls that they're, you know, they want to give something for those that aren't quite getting in league teams, but also the developing clubs that aren't quite ready for leagues, but have a number of girls that are keen from watching something like the, you know, the World Cup or something or the 100 that want to get involved. So, you know, we have them as well that are just ad hoc across the summer that women or girls can get involved in and just to start playing. We just want to see people pick up bats and balls and get involved in some way or another. Um, so the growth has been exponential, especially I think since since the pandemic. Mm. Cricket was one of those first sports that 
people could come outside and play because it was just the timing was right and it was out in the fresh air. So for people to get fit, it was we picked. I think that's really when it started to to, to spiral, kind of the growth because there was the one sport that people could get out and do and try, and it was available. Um, and it's just carried on from there. So it's just, it's mm. been it's brilliant. It keeps me busy, <laughs> but it, it's brilliant um, to see so much growth and then have all of these elite tournaments to kind of support that growth and for them to be able to you know relate to and watch and stuff like that. It's really 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 fantastic. Mm, no it is it's so good to see and as you say cricket is one of those sports and it's it's probably not the first one that springs to mind but for example when I drive from where I live to the radio studio I will go past two greens where there are cricket matches being played there's actually one at the end of my road and one in Weybridge and you know it is one of those sports you see people kicking a football around but actually cricket is very much part of our culture isn't it yeah a hundred percent it's um you know it's typical you know if you ask somebody from abroad <laughs> it's very much related to cricket yeah a lot of the time it is still related to that kind of traditional format I suppose with your whites and you know all the equipment and playing on a green for example but mm. there's so many offers out there that aren't based on that so for example women's softball is a really prime example of that all women need is a plastic bat a soft incredible or something you know tennis ball works fine no equipment no kit in particular and just some space to be able to set up a wicket and hit a ball around that's basically what it is um you know clubs will do it on their green if they want and there'll be a big festival but we also you you know use it to go into schools and do it on playgrounds it can be played anywhere so cricket there's still the traditional offer there for those that would like to play it um but we have like shorter formats the hundreds come in now we have that Mm. format we have this softball format there's all different types of indoor formats so you can play in sports halls and you know it helps embed it in our culture that there's there are going to be more and more people playing it and it will continue then to be in our culture because there's more people involved and more different people getting involved that may not have wanted to before um you know and some of the reasons that these have been set up is to adapt to the to needs of our our nation i suppose so you know traditional formats great for for those that have the time and the energy to, to play all, all weekend. But for some people, and from our perspective as a women and girls, like coordinators, you know, women often don't have a whole weekend to give up to play cricket all day. So we had to look at alternatives of short formats or softball, which is a couple of hours. And you can mm. still then get, you know, get involved without having to dedicate too much of your time away from your other commitments in life. So by what we're doing, we're hoping to make sure that cricket stays as part a massive part of our culture and it becomes a family, I suppose, culture within within the nation because every mum, dad, daughter, son, whoever it is, can all have the opportunity to get involved and be part of something. Yeah, no, it's an important one. And you say it's great to see sort of changes to the format which almost speed it up and make it more convenient in you know for all walks of life um so you've been talking about the work that you do obviously you're a cricket participation officer you work with the Surrey Cricket Foundation you have got a really strong team working on cricket across the county what particularly are you doing to push women and girls cricket but but everything really in in the area so yeah so um for example we've just run a load of indoor cricket um we had we had festivals for women and girls running all across the winter so you know we're hoping this retains engagement and and there's always typically clubs enter but if there's like anybody that just 
wants to get involved and doesn't have a club we can help with that and they can mm. come along and you know get stuck in it's there's no reason why they can't so we run them every year um out, out of season um and then looking ahead for the summer like i said we have league lots of league going on um we have women's and girls softball festivals happening so again if somebody's new they see something on the telly and get inspired they can either approach a club or contact us at you know all the information's on the website that they can find and we can either pair them up with a club or let them know and they can turn up with teams from workplaces or you know it doesn't have to be through a club um so there's always opportunities there to get involved and um, all the festivals are free of charge over the summer so like they can literally come along try one see how they get on and go from there um we've also for the first year this year which is really exciting introduced the, um, a first girls cup competition which mm. we have called the girls hundred cup based on the format of the 100 Um, and we're running it actually throughout August at the same time as the 100s playing so it really mirrors what's going on in the elite level Mm. Um, and we've had a really good uptake from that as well so clubs have been really keen to get involved in that Um, and that just filled a gap for us because our leagues our girls leagues finish at the end of July and then there's a bit of a gap before all the indoor stuff starts so having that placed in there while the hundreds happening and inspiring all these girls to play cricket, we now have something in there for them to uh, Perfect. do. Um, but yeah, we're also working, you know, we work with community. We've got a community products in kind of in works at the moment, which that hundred cup is actually kind of directly funding. So all of those clubs entries that they put in will go towards directly funding a community group, you know, to, to get involved in some way. Um, so that's really exciting in, in the works at the moment. Um, and then we, we've got a, another programme called um, HIT Cricket, so like high-intensity interval training mm. kind of cricket, um, cool. which we use for uh, indoors for like uh, universities and colleges. Um, and again, it's like softball, really quick turnaround, slightly mm. different rules, but a really nice way. Again, we know that at university and college, they often have a lot of work to do and they don't <laughs> want to necessarily give up a whole weekend every weekend to play cricket so we came up with this format that we are now pushing out into the community side of things as well Mm. because it's that short format can be played anywhere you know get just get going for a bit bit like a fitness class 40 minutes quick games and then they can go home so nice we're always looking to be innovative and develop like you say different formats to suit the needs of the women and girls across the county um but yeah if anyone does want to get involved then um you can find all the information on the sorry cricket foundation website on how to contact myself um, and we can point them in the right direction that of what might suit them the most Perfect. And one final question then for you, I suppose, you know, you are a very ambitious team. We've heard about all these brilliant things that are are going on. And it's, as you say, it's great to see and hear. What is the goal really for the team? What would you and and would your team really like to, you know, in five years time, be able to sit and say, yeah, we've done this? That's a really good question. Um, (laughs) As a team, it's almost that thing of like, we almost want to be not needed anymore. Mm. Obviously, we don't want to work ourselves out of a job. But <laughs> if we put things in place, that means cricket, cricket is available for every woman and girl in Surrey. We've done our job well. Yeah. If we've you know been innovative and developed all of these different offerings that kind of then run themselves and are sustainable within themselves, we're just there to then support the clubs, the players. And that's where it would be nice to get to, that sort of point mm. where, you know, we we don't need to keep thinking of brand new ideas because they're all there and you know we'll continue to assess and 
observe what's going on in the county but for us to almost be able to just take a seat back and just say look everything's everyone's involved everyone's got some an offer that could suit them Mm. to get involved then you know we just the growth that keeps happening and it might just be amending what's there to to create more space for those extra teams or the people that want to get involved but in five years time that would be a really nice position to be in is just kind of be able to take a step back and say look this is what we've done and we've now got such an offering out there that everyone has the opportunity to get involved in one way or another yes that would be perfect that's the dream that is the dream (laughs) (laughs) well jess thanks very much for speaking to us and uh, good luck with the rest of this year thank you and uh, again, I say that again, a big thanks to Jess for chatting with me the other day and showing just how passionate Surrey is when it comes to investing in female cricket. It is really, really brilliant to see. And in the current conversations about women's sports, the fact that it's rising, particularly with cricket, it's nice to see that we here in Surrey are uh, doing our very best. Remember, you can find out more on the Foundation's website, which is surreycricketfoundation.org. We can also sign up for the Women's and Girls Softball Festivals, uh, which they actually announced this week. There are some brilliant event on the website so go and check that out and uh, a big thank you to Jess for her time and to the Surrey Cricket Foundation for sharing their story with us here on Brooklands today. And you will get the chance to hear that interview again uh, in a couple of days' time. It will be up on the Brooklands Radio website alongside all the other podcasts and features we have here on the station. As well as listening live to Brooklyn's Radio, you can listen on demand to our podcasts of interviews and feature programmes at brooklynsradio.co.uk. Check out the programmes and features by clicking on the show logos and keep up to date with the latest podcasts on our latest podcasts page. The Sound of Surrey, on demand at brooklynsradio.co.uk. And that one will be available in the coming days. Uh, just had an email come through through the inbox here at Brooklyn's. Very exciting. Do you remember Gilfest that we used to have over on Stoke Park? Well, after eight long years, Gilfest returns this summer. Brand new place, Hurtwood Polo Club. It's coming on Saturday the 16th and Sunday the 17th of July. And they can't wait uh, for people to be back for what is going to be the best Gilfest party ever. Uh, very excited about that one. They've got Sister Sledge coming over from the States to headline Saturday's performances as well as Peter Hook and The Light. Uh, they've also got uh, sets from Bez and definitely Oasis. That looks like it's going to be brilliant. Tickets now available from their website. Uh, it's 5,000 tickets every day. They're expecting it to sell out very, very quickly. So, uh, yeah, if you're interested in that one, go and get onto their website, which is guildfest.co.uk. It is Saturday the 16th and Sunday the 17th of July over in Cranley this time at the Hurtwood Polo Club. Brilliant. Brilliant. 